Good morning. I am up and on my way on this cold and chilly Tuesday morning, 15 minutes into Tuesday, 12.15 here in the Midwest in Kansas City. And so uh, I'm just processing some thoughts as I'm driving to work. And uh, first, uh, it was a good day, man. It was snow day, so everybody was home and took the kids out doing some snow shoveling for some folks and thought it would be like I'll take them out and we'll like make money but it's like it's a modern day man everybody's got snow blowers and there's companies of guys that run around like when I was a kid it was like snow day I'm going out making money and knocking on doors and shoveling snow but uh just I don't know or maybe I just wasn't as industrious as I needed to be but anyway uh so flipped it around and my wife was off work too so um came back home and I don't know by about 11 o'clock or so I was going ahead and getting in bed and uh since my wife was home all day and she kind of was in bed with me and watching she was watching tv and i was sleeping and i was enjoying it because well i don't sleep well uh unless somebody's there and so that just rocked for me so i am well rested and feeling like i can take on the world so that only more makes me think of getting out of this game uh because the everyday nature of it is just well, that's just brutal, but that's not the thoughts that I wanted to muse on. Um, so I got up, and since I was up early, I watched my uh, I watched some of my news and stuff. And one of the things that I watch is the Rachel Maddow show, and I know she's not exactly <laughs> nonpartisan, but. Uh, but she's keeping a laser focus on this whole corruption slash collusion thing. And there's just a lot there. And it's, it's, it's disheartening that the only way people can look at this is, is the Republican Democrat thing. I mean, and I mean that even the Democrats that look at it just seem excited to be able to get him because he's a Republican, not because he's a Republican, I mean, Trump brings his own detractors, his own enemies, you know, he creates his own enemies, so it's not even that he's a Republican that they hate him for so much, it's just how he is and what he does and, and the way he carries himself, and part of that is you know what I wanted to talk about was watching that uh, Mia Love who was the black Utah Republican Mia Love is this Republican from Utah that uh, she's black and she was in a tight race it was contested or yeah it was um it didn't quite get to a runoff or whatever, but they've just finished the counting and she just did her concession yesterday. And last week when uh, Trump came out, he mentioned her and said, you know, she gets no love from me because 
she didn't want him around or didn't like jump on his bandwagon or whatever and and I don't know about all that because that's as far as I'm concerned that's some inside Republican stuff and I'm not Republican and don't even pretend to be so that's not my thing but she made some statements that and I'll, I'll go into this a little bit too but uh but she made a statement about how you know this is symbolic of how the Republican well she said how Trump and I read that as Republicans like and maybe that's why the two black women that were on after her discussing it were kind of like hello welcome to the (laughs) hello where you been Uh, but she made this comment that Trump was interested in black people transactionally but not relationally in other words, like if you're a black Republican or a black uh, businessman that they want to do business with or, or are on board with them, that or him, because she was putting it in the Trump thing, but I put it as a Republican, then then it's you know you're good and everything, but if not, then you just fit right into the the. Like, I'm not really worried about that. Your issues don't concern me. And I don't know if that's just... So that's not even... To call Republicans racist outright. Like, if you are a Republican, you are racist. That's just to look at this thing and go, okay, so if you're a Republican, how do you not see the issues that are here and not see that they need to be addressed? Because if, if as a party, you're stepping forward and saying, you know, we want to deal with some of the problems of the world and this is how we want to deal with them. And so you deal with them, right? You, you put them out there and you say, this needs to be dealt with. But Republicans don't seem to want to even acknowledge the racism that exists in this country or uh, and that's like on paper because when you go deeper and this is where I'm struggling with like I'm trying real hard Ringo I'm trying not to just call Republicans racist because it's hard not to do it. I mean, when you look at the stuff in North Dakota and Georgia and, and, and Florida and Texas and Kansas and the ways that voter suppression was targeted, it, it, it just, you know, the most forgiving I can be, really. Man, I hate when people swarm up behind you. The most forgiving I can be is to say you're playing a game and I think there is some element of that. You're playing a game, Republicans versus Democrats and so, you know, we do what we got to do to win the game and if that means voting out blocks of people that would vote for them 
you know, you go, well, when they, because when they gerrymander, true enough, they gerrymander union groups or union location, you know, white Democratic voters into blocks the same as they do black voters because white union voters tend to vote liberal. You know, you can make these geographical maneuvers. That's what gerrymandering is. So you can do that and you're doing it strategically and for the interests of the party. But then there's this overlay because of the Republicans not being concerned with or being, you know, they made that choice in the 60s to make a complete swap. Like, that became not their thing. And, I, and I've and i been listening to some stuff, uh, African uh, History Network, I was listening to something and, and was listening to them talk about uh, and backing it up historically, re, uh, looking at some articles from the New York Times and stuff uh, in the 1918-20s or 100 years ago when they were at that point having a discussion about you know not being so focused on black people and their issues and courting the white southern voters. Now, that's just what was going on. The Republican Party was in the midst of a discussion publicly, kind of like they do now. You know, we have these public discussions. What's our stance going to be on immigration? What's our stance going to be on this, that, the other thing? It was like, look, we need to, like, court the white vote in the South. So that was something that was starting. I think they called it the Lily White movement that they wanted to make the Republican Party more white. Lily White, in fact. Uh, these are just things that that were or are, or that's that's just the history of it. And so then you got to look at that and address it. And so again, because you didn't know that, I didn't know it. I don't suspect you knew it. So because you didn't know that, I'm not calling you a racist because you're a Republican. But if you refuse to open your eyes. And see, you know, at a point, it becomes a question of, okay, are you going to believe me when I'm talking to you? You know, it's not even about, well, it then it becomes like, okay, your ignorance no longer is, is no longer a defense. So, what now other than creature of habit? And I'll grant you that that exists. To the... Well, and to that, you address it. You deal with it. I used to smoke cigarettes a pack and a half a day. I don't anymore. And when I quit, many of the times that I quit, 
I would slip up. And it was only when I said, I'm not going to do this. And when I did it, and I would acknowledge that I did it and keep moving, that I was able to quit and to deal with, you know, be aware of the fact that it was an effort for me to quit. And we have to make and, and continue the effort to quit racism. And we need to view it that way and not act like, well, I'm not a racist. Well, no, we all are racist because that's just the way this... I'll say the world puts it on us. And the United States is particularly... You know, it it bloomed well here. It had a... You know, if I'm looking at that if I'm looking at racism as like a bush or a plant or something, clearly, you know, in the middle hundreds, after the fall of the Roman Empire and a separation, you know, of communication and whatnot, you had this reintroduction of races and people who had no idea of the history. Again, it comes down to not having a history, a knowledge of history. And so all of a sudden, they're like, whoa, wait a second, there's some black people over there. And then interactions become beginning anew instead of being based on, you know, the the time before when when things could have continued and what I'm talking about there is like I'm going back to Rome now I done drifted way off in my head but if you stay with me good on you but but when you when you go back and like look at Roman times and there was a system of, I mean, like the internet, right? It, there was a system, a way, a mechanism that was a hardwired mechanism that there was communication and commerce and people were interacting. And so there were, there were interactions between. Now, people in England never saw a lot of black people, obviously. I'm sure that there were black people who made their way up in the trip, you know, like I say, the commerce and and whatnot, but not a whole lot, and then by the time you get to the middle ages, and these people have no sophistication about themselves, they don't even know their history as it relates to Rome, they're only being given their history by the people in power. I mean, when you think about so much of the history of this world, right? Like, you know, people didn't know how to read and they were only read to, and they were only read the Bible, which was in another language altogether. And so information was like, we won't even read that part. That ain't got nothing to do with what we want them to understand and know. I mean, that's how they maintained their control. 
was the flow of information and not just religious information but all information and I'm kind of fluttering out here and rather than not publish I'm going to go ahead and publish and um, hopefully you'll, you'll get with me a little bit on follow some of them dots because I, I know I jumped way back from Mia Love and and that uh, but it, it's, I guess it's because in my mind I'm always trying to find the way to fix the race question and I think I'm doing that because I'm mixed and because I'm considered the other by both So I'm looking for a way to fix it. And maybe there just ain't no fixing it. I mean, that's what the hardcores will tell you. That there is no working it out. It's only us against them. And I disagree with that. But that's because I want to see more people like me. More mixed and... and I want to see everybody loving everybody, but you know that's a that's the thing you got to work towards, and I'll keep on working towards it. But now I got to go to work because they're looking at me like, "Hey, man, you blocking the door." <laughs>